Right, um, so hello and welcome to the Benmark Photography Podcast. I've been planning on launching a podcast to give you all the opportunity to learn from some of the amazing people I've worked with over the years. This won't just be a fitness podcast or a photography podcast, it'll have a lot of varied content on it, including business, health, wealth and interviews with people who I think will generally benefit you in some way. This podcast wouldn't be possible with the assistance of our sponsor, The Photography Coach. The Photography Coach is here to help you as a photographer learn to experience and grow your business in photography. To find out more about the photography coach, check out benmarkphotography.com and click the coaching and workshops tab at the top of your screen. Today it's just going to be an intro about myself and telling you exactly how and why I got into photography and why I decided to do it for a living. So I started shooting photos around 2004. I was heavily into mountain bikes and BMX at the time and I love capturing all my mates doing tricks and on the jumps that we built in the local woods. Um, in my head, I could always picture when I was riding my bike um, how I would like to have that um, kind of captured for myself, like how I'd like to see it on a camera so that I could then send that to people and show it off to them. Um, so when I was thinking about that, when I was riding my bike and I was thinking, if I do this trick, this is how I'd like it to look. When I was taking the photos, it made it far easier for me to be able to... Um, kind of relay that into images. I was thinking if someone was doing a certain trick, I'd need to be at this angle to show it off in the right way. Um, and that eventually led me onto my first bit of magazine work, roughly about two years into actually shooting full time. Um, and what that enabled me to do was realize just potentially like what this could do for me, just taking my camera out and actually enjoying what I did as a hobby effectively. Um, my first bit of magazine work came from, I actually contacted the magazine and went, I want to um, get into the magazine, how can I do it? Here's some photos I've shot recently. Um, and I just wanted to know how I can get into the magazine. So they said to me, hey, look, at the moment, you've sent us a load of uh, skate park images and it's in the middle of the, the winter. No one really wants to see winter photos. They want to see outdoors. They want to see stuff going on. So he said, look, there's a local guy to you who is a great bike rider. Um, maybe you'd find it interesting to actually go and shoot some photos with him. And I, I knew this guy pretty well. I said to him, look, they're interested in having a photo of you in the magazine. Um, let's make it happen. And so... Uh, literally about a month or two after that I managed to get my first um, say first bit of magazine work it was a back page, a back page spread and at the time it was like £95 for me which was like just an absolute gift like to, to earn some money and get my work published which was absolutely amazing um, one thing I have always known is I've had fairly good people skills um, I know that over the time that in the last 10 years I've become very very busy and constantly running around doing stuff um, but I know it's my people skills that probably held me together when I've needed it the most. Um, and this is what helped me then get into weddings and kind of shooting headshots and just different bits and pieces like that. Um, so I did what kind of most new photographers do. They kind of look to where there's a bit of money and kind of go towards that. So for me, that was weddings. Um, weddings, as most people know, you can charge quite a good sum of money for weddings if you're any good at it. Um, and people are getting married every day of the week. So there's always work out there. So with that in mind, obviously I started pushing um, weddings and so on like that and I literally couldn't tell you how excited I was when I got my first wedding which I think I charged them £250, something like that for and I was literally over the moon. I was like, think of all this stuff I can buy, think of all this stuff I can do with it and I literally put so much effort into making sure that I did the best job at that wedding. Um, and that for me really, like I say, I used both of my kind of bits of knowledge it was kind of my um knowledge in 
being able to deal with people. It was also my knowledge in being able to um, kind of just use my skills and my knowledge of how I think things should look good to then enhance people's lives. Um, so then I started shooting a bit more weddings and at the time I was kind of, I was massively overweight. Um, I think at my heaviest I was about 120 kilos and like trust me I don't feel the leanest I've ever looked now but um, I certainly wasn't lean at that time and that was when um, my well, my ex-girlfriend's sister's boyfriend Ryan um, introduced me to Adam, um, Adam Haley who is actually on next week's podcast um, but he, um, I, I kind of paid for him to actually teach me how to obviously get in shape get in good condition and lose some weight because I just I was dreadfully unhappily like I really wasn't in the best place in my life um I was having a few other issues outside of um that with just some other people that I was around and it just led me to eating all the time which was just really wasn't very good for my health at all um now as part of the deal with Adam um he then gave me the opportunity to shoot some photos of him when he finished doing his diet and that for me uh, was a massive new challenge because it was in a dark gym. I had some flash guns from the bike stuff I'd done, but I was in a position where I was actually shooting photos um, without really knowing how I was doing it. Um, you know, I was I was taking these images and I'd be like, I've somehow achieved this look, but I didn't really know how I'd done it. And that that was just, um, yeah, it was quite quite. I suppose confusing and also like frustrating because I knew I could take the photos but I just didn't know what I was adjusting it just would work sometimes um, and little did I know that that photo shoot would then lead on to something like massive for me now in my future and that would be what I then move into um, and if you look back and I, I'm sure if when you know if I can get Adam on this again because I know we've already filmed this podcast but if you look back at those photos I shot with him like the quality the kind of lighting everything about it was wasn't great but at the time it was something completely new for me and it was something that I just I had so much to learn in and I think that's what kind of drove me to actually do it as a passion and do it as my hobby um, and then turn it into a business so that spell of photography, going from the BMX into the kind of fitness thing, roughly spent, it was about two years of doing that before I kind of realised that the bike and the mountain bike stuff, the um, the kind of money in it just dried up. Um, they started paying a lot less and like they really wanted a lot more out of you and I kind of just said, it's not for me. Um, I'm, not, I, I'm not able to commit enough to it purely because of the work I was doing at the time. So... I kind of put my camera in my bag for 18 months um, and because of my day job was actually going a bit better and I was starting to earn a little bit more I was like actually I'm just going to focus on this and become good at it because you can only kind of do a couple of things at once and actually you know get somewhere with it. So yeah 18 months are kind of um, uh, 18 months I kind of just put, put everything down and you know kind of just stopped. Um, and I was at a, a it basically I skipped forward. It was about now coming up to about two thousand and fourteen, fifteen. I would say um, that was roughly when I finished stu uh, like finished my diet with Adam. I dieted with him for about four or five months. Then because of my business, I went away for quite some time and uh, like doing the golf work. And then I came back and I was like, actually, no, I, I need to do more. Like I haven't finished this. I, I finished my first diet feeling very like tiny and skinny and like I didn't really feel like I had muscle. So 
while I've been training still and eating quite a lot, um, I got a bit bigger, a bit more muscle, and then I just decided that I needed to diet down. Now, I've I've opened up about this before. It wasn't the I had a great time while I was single. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I was training all the time. I was eating what I wanted. I started to look more kind of muscular and a bit more fitter. I felt good. I felt strong. And um, I started dieting down again with Adam. And that was what probably gave me one of my biggest life lessons. And I have to admit, like, me and Adam have had a pretty good relationship over the years. And I didn't put my all into the diet. I trained every single session and I hit every single rep and I'd go back and do more but I'd never concentrated on the diet and until that day I'd never really truly realised just how much the diet was the main key part of actually me losing weight. I knew that obviously eating better made me lose weight but I didn't realise how hitting those numbers or getting as close as you can to them actually does give you that benefit in achieving what you're trying to achieve. But anyway I was in pretty much to say like the best shape I'd ever been in. I was looking quite muscular, I felt strong and this was around the same time that I actually ended up meeting, um, I had my my second photo shoot as such, um, and um, I posted I posted all the pictures from my, uh, some of the pictures from my photo shoot on my Tinder profile, and a little bit of a tip to any of you guys out there, if you're ever wanting to raise your Tinder game, 100% get in good shape, because not only does it show that you're actually hard working, but people like people that look good, so... Um, Obviously, I knew I had the personality, as that's never been doubted. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so for me, doing um, doing all that, I was in a great shape, felt good. I then actually en- ended up meeting my wife, well, my now wife on Tinder. Um, and I know some of you go, oh, wow, how did you meet on Tinder? Well, there's a success story for you there. Like, we're still living together, still loving each other, and yeah, things are going really well. But... Um, so I was in the best position I'd ever really been in and I was you know I was driving a sports car at the time absolutely loving it and I just suddenly felt like I was kind of in a, a very good place in my life. Um a few months into this relationship um and everything was kind of going really well I actually got a text from a good mate of mine called Brad who is um uh from a company called the Content Creators and also Blink Photography. Uh, you may have seen me share some of his work before. He's, he's an incredible baby photographer, like newborn photographer, but he also creates company uh, content for brands and companies and we'll probably be working together a lot more next year, hopefully. Um, he texted me, um, or I can't remember if he reached out as MS, like MSN. Well, that's a, that a bit of a pass from the past. Um, but he reached out to me and said, hey, mate, like, I know it's been a while. I know you used to shoot photos. I've got a wedding coming up and the guy that normally assists me can't make it can you and initially I was like wow I haven't really shot any photos in a long time I don't know if I'm up to this but I was kind of like I've always had this kind of vision with my life that if I just go and do something I'm more likely going to learn about it than if I kind of think about it and don't bother unless it's really something that I don't want to do um I know that I'm better off to just go and actually do the thing and go and experience it and I have I've always said this to Brad as like, if he didn't send me that text I never would have got to where I am today um so I do owe quite a lot of my success to him um just for that text because it's an opportunity and that's what pretty much all my life's been about every opportunity I've ever had um has come from just being there and actually being able to do something um so I went and shot the wedding with him I loved it. I absolutely loved kind of just picking up the camera again, going out, shooting, taking photos. 
and it suddenly made me realize that I actually wanted to do something more for myself. Um, I'd had so much success from the fitness transformation and like people saying like, you know, I've inspired them to go and do stuff and um, like kind of open their eyes up to what was achievable um, that it then meant that, you know, other people, I was influencing people. So I realized if I could do that again, that for me was massive. That was something quite powerful and actually something that like, I think I, I enjoy more than anything else is like that feeling of actually making someone's day better or feeling better or capturing something that they just didn't realize they were going to capture that that for me is such a powerful thing and that's why I I'm so persistent in actually pushing the work that I do because I am actually serious about it like I don't care massively about the financial financial side of it I'm more there to that I know what I have to charge for my time, but I'm here to actually make you look and feel good. And that's like exactly why I do what I do. So yeah, I started picking my camera up again and that was about five years ago. Um, and I started pitching for more wedding work just purely because I knew what I was doing with that. I could shoot a few other bits and pieces. Um, but deep down, I've always been into sports. I've always loved like football or like just kind of like I play a bit of golf. Um, Anything to do with anything that was sports related, I was happy to do it. Cars, tennis, football, whatever it was. Um, and also like the fitness side of things, I'd obviously gained a lot of knowledge from the diets that I'd done and then like the other people that I'd spoken to and then slowly starting to work with. So I picked my camera up again, started shooting and then I realised actually like this is starting to go somewhere and I'm actually quite enjoying it. And I've always been quite gutted about this, like I, it was a bit of a shame that it went this way. I wouldn't say it's a bit of a shame because obviously it's worked out to my benefit, but I wasn't really getting to the place I wanted to get to with the day job that I was going. Um, and there, I realized quite a lot would have to change in other areas for me to get there. Um, so I then decided that actually maybe if I follow my goals and my passions, this might actually take me to where I want to get to. Um, so obviously I started shooting photos again, started shooting fitness and kind of one thing led to another and because of the confidence that I gained from actually working on the golf tour I was having to travel to many different countries around the world um, to kind of install TVs I'd often go away with someone that was a lot older than me and um, you know I'd have to go out and I was on my own out there for quite a percentage of the time you'd always have to think if I'm in charge I've got to make this work like and I always put the pressure on myself to make sure that I made it work um sometimes you had to do weird and wonderful things sometimes you had to kind of beg borrow and steal from people to actually just make it work but that's kind of life in some ways and it was kind of this confidence that allowed me to realize that actually every time I committed to myself something better happened to myself so by doing that and if I committed to doing this photography stuff I could actually make it something bigger and better for me um now I've always loved organizing things I've always loved creating things and making events and you know I did it when I was in the bike industry I I, I used to run a bike show called the king of dirt where like we'd all turn up to a, a set of jump somewhere in the world uh, in the world in the UK and go and ride bikes and there'd be competitions there'd be prizes and all sorts of stuff and I just love the whole thing of it um and being able to give someone a product at the end of it is like what the best thing about it is so I was super passionate about everything that I've always done and I've always put my heart and soul into it and I knew that if I actually committed to the photography I would get somewhere with it. So in those five years I turned effectively what my side hustle was earning me probably about £1,500 in a year 
to this year being at a point where I'm nearly at, um, I'm, I'm on target to reach about £50,000 in my first year. And that's roughly working, I think it's about 120, 130 days work in photography. That's been massive. Like, and I can't tell you how proud of all the hard work and all the kind of bad times that I've gone through to actually get to that point. Now, you'll come to learn from me that like my passion does run in it so if I make a mistake I'm often the first one to apologize or if you know I can find another solution I will do I've worked say I've worked with a lot of truly inspiring people over the last two years um and I've I've literally had some like really great people to bounce off of and actually kind of keep myself going with it I I know that for me <laughs> being I've never been a fast runner myself that this whole journey isn't just a it's not just a race. I'm not just doing one sprint and I'm going to get there. It's a case of I'm actually doing something that is going to take me a long time. It's more of a marathon and I've got to learn to be patient and persistent and just keep going with it. So I'm not going to take too much longer of your time here, but I've just got a few tips that if you're listening to this on my first podcast, I just wanted to be able to give you guys something that actually will benefit you and hopefully if whatever business you're wanting to go into, whether that's fitness, clothing, fashion, <laughs> plumbing, heating, whatever it is, um, that you kind of just listen to these few tips and hopefully take them on board because like, they massively helped me out turning my business from, as I say, a £1,500 a year into a £50,000 a year business. So the the three tips that I've got is, is always listen to your heart. I can't tell you how many times I've had to take 10 minutes just to myself Um to ask what I'm doing, is it right for me? Am I going to uh, like you know? Am I going down the right path? Am I making the right decisions that will actually benefit me in the long run? And so many times where I've done that, it stopped me from making a bad decision or corrected a good decision to make it a great decision. And those that's like super important. So always just take five minutes to just listen to your heart and actually listen to what your gut's saying and saying, should I go for this or not? My second tip is surround yourself with good people. I've had some major influence in my life um, from people around me. Being in the room with others who are growing businesses or running successful businesses can be a huge game changer when trying to grow a startup. My, my couple of tips with this is find someone who you know whose level of business or income is where you aim to be at and spend as much time around them as possible. You'll find so many tricks and tips and just traits that they have that enable you to actually grow your business in a similar type of way. It may not be directly the same, but it will be something along a similar lines. Then find someone who's living a life that is completely different to yours and has zero interest in your business, but you know that whenever you see them and meet them, they make you happy. Because having that separation from it allows you to then come back and actually feel better and stronger with what you're doing and it will actually take your mind away from probably the smaller bits that aren't so kind of relevant or aren't so kind of needed in your business to actually then allow you to go and make the good decisions which will take you forward and the last one is find someone who's living the life that you want to live you need to kind of take this with a pinch of salt purely because there's some people out there who show a good life but have got a lot of bad stuff going on behind them um but look what they're doing with their time. Look how they physically spend it. One of the biggest things about business is getting people's attention. Um, so 
being in the intention of others means that you're constantly putting yourself out there. And if you want to run a business and you want to be successful, that's kind of what you need to do. So they're the types of people that are always in your ears. They're always in your face. There's always a picture. There's always a video going up somewhere. The life isn't Our life isn't going to go back to the old times where it was a lot of word of mouth. I still get a lot of business from that, but a lot of it is going to be from the content you post out there to reach out to new people and following people that do a similar type of thing where they're growing a business and they've actually keep reaching out to people and then you expand with it, you'll learn so much from what they're doing that it'll actually benefit you in the long run. And my third and final tip is it with be patient. Like this one's been generally so tough for me to actually like put into place purely because I've never been patient. Like the industry that I used to work in was always just get everything done, get it quick. Like you need answers, you need results. Um, and it's always been in a position, especially with sales as well, like having targets to hit, having goals to reach. I always aimed to do my best to reach them. And I have to be honest, probably nine times out of 10, I did reach them. But at the same time, you have to be so patient. You're never going to make the money that you expect to make next month. But if you start picturing yourself that two, three years down the line, you'll be making that, it makes it a lot more achievable. It makes it like a bite-sized product that you can kind of pick up and take on board, learn from, and you, you can just keep growing with that patience because you can just keep adding a bit every time. It's like a relationship with someone that, you know, you're going to learn to grow and then things will change and then you kind of have to be patient and look at the bigger picture. Like the bigger picture thinking will always benefit you because, it takes away from those little everyday things that nag you and it makes you think about the world that you're living in and whether you've got the health that you want and actually just the um, you know the surroundings that you, you can be comfortable in. It's taken me a long time to realise this, but if you think back like two years ago, you think where you were two years ago, like tell like tell yourself the money you was making, the life you was living. If you said two years from that point then, you'd be earning... 10 times more than what you would be from what you were doing you'd be pretty happy about it I am like I'm, I'm over the moon that I've managed to achieve that that for me was a thing of being patient and learning that it wasn't going to happen overnight but in five years 10 years time when it's happening you've made something that's sustainable and it's not just a kind of spur of the moment thing that comes and goes you also don't want to be putting pressure too much pressure on yourself to make it happen today you want to be putting enough pressure on yourself to actually make sure that you're doing the things that are right for you. But you've got to remember, if you're going to run a business for like five years, 15 years, up to 50 years, that's a lot of time. And you're going to make mistakes. Things are going to happen. Things are going to catch you out. And this is where being patient and having the good people around you and following what your heart's saying will actually lead you to do the things the right things in life for you and your business so I just say you've really got to be prepared to be patient and actually do the things and commit to doing the right things for you because the second you drop things that aren't right for you and the things that aren't helping you get to where you want to be not only does the pressure drop off your shoulder but you realize that actually you were just doing it because it was stuck in your head and I've done it before I procrastinated a lot about a lot of things and I realized the second I stopped dropping it I'm never going to know the answer to half of the things that I thought I could have couldn't have done because I'm never going to know because I didn't follow it or if I did follow it I'll find out the answer so you can't dwell on the things that you don't know about so that's what I mean go and make good decisions for yourself take your time to make those decisions but also know that you need to move quickly in order to grow
So I know that went pretty deep at the end, and I know that's fairly full on. But I, I generally hope that with the year that the years that I've had, like I mean, I, literally me and my wife Jade had like the most incredible year last year. So much stuff happened, but yet we barely saw each other for most of it. And I know that all along it was like it's being patient, it's doing the right things. We're here for a long time, not a short time. You've got to enable yourself to actually have that space in your life to grow and change as people, and you know and with business as well like you've got to be, and like fitness as well you have to give yourself the time to be able to change and give yourself realistic goals and the more that you do it the more regularly you set those goals and targets and realign yourself the better and closer you're going to come to actually achieving the goal that you want and then you start realizing that you can 2x 5x 10x your business or your actual life or just the things you want to do in life by committing to those things so i know this has been a bit of a mad deep dive into my life and what i've done but yes Go out there, do as much as you can for as many people, reach out, be kind to people, help inspire people, don't aim for money, aim for kind of business and a, a brand and just doing the right things for people and I promise you, like deep, deep down, it will pay off, like you'll feel happy, you'll feel content, you'll do the right things. That's just a little bit of an insight into my career and hopefully that advice will help you in the long journey. I look forward to hearing you uh, being in your ears next week and I'll have a podcast up with Adam Haley who, as I say, was my first PT and helped me achieve a lot of great things in my life. So yes, I hope you enjoyed that. Subscribe to the podcast if you want to hear more of my stuff and more of the people I'm going to be interviewing. And yes, I hope you have a great day.